Welcome back to Three Sports Rankers. This is Series 2, Episode 2. I am Callum, and as usual, Rob and Sam are with me. Uh, So following last week's 5-1 loss to Sam on biggest transfer flops, I've been relegated to hosting duties, probably for the best, so that I can actually, you know, not score points for legitimate reasons this time. But I am hosting, and today's topic is Greatest Sporting Families. Uh, how did you two find this one, Sam? I um, I, I found it really interesting striking a balance between success but a small family yeah, exactly and right. a large family who maybe aren't quite as successful. And it was trying to find out whether two really good people is better than five mediocre mm. people. That's the... That's, that's the... As you say, again, it's where you place the success and the, yep. like the dominating of a sport or something like that, along with, wow, they've had a lot of children. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but a, a great... How did you come up with this? Really great topic. Just off the top of off my head, really. I just, I just needed a topic. <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good one. And I'm, I, I've, I've got a feeling we're going to be... There might be some similarities, but I think there's going to be some differences I, I have, here I have as a well. feeling there might be a little bit of overlap. But I don't know. When I first put my list together, I had a big, long list. I had a big, long list. Yes. It turns out there's a lot of sporting well, families. Well, I had a, I initially just scribbled down some that I thought would instantly make it, and then they actually, for me, they got relegated I, exactly as the new same, ones came exactly in. Exactly the same for me, yeah. Exactly the same. So we will start today's topic with... I mean, we'll start with Rob's first answer of the series. Rob, let's have your bronze, please. Okay, so the bronze pick is the greatest family in the NFL. I'm not talking about... Ooh, the... that's a big call here, Rob. I'm not talking about the four Super Bowls shared across the Manning brothers. Okay. I'm talking about the Matthews. Yeah, Clay Matthews, star of Pitch Perfect. <laughs> so you've got Clay Matthews Sr., the first of the Matthews to reach the NFL, four seasons with the San Francisco 49ers. Um, he was defensive and off- offensive line, wasn't he? Um, so this is fifties. Uh, he played forty-five games for, for the Niners. Then comes his son Clay Jr., four-time Pro Bowler for the Cleveland Browns, Atlanta Falcons for nineteen years. So you've got a serious longevity there. Retired in uh, ninety-six with one thousand five hundred sixty-one career tackles, sixteen interceptions, career-high figures. Clay Jr.'s little brother, Bruce. He played 19 seasons as well. Bruce, an offensive linesman for the uh, Oilers, the Houston Oilers and the Tennessee Titans. He was elected to 14 Pro Bowls and seven-time first-team All-Pro in 292 starts at guard. Can I just say, Rob, do any of these stats mean anything to you? No. Okay, carry on. They are. <laughs> I believe they are impressive numbers. <laughs> <laughs> No, but honestly, you know, you look at the the kind of the the Pro Bowls and the All Star elections and things like this. He was he was seen as one of the most dominant offensive linesmen in history. They tell me, <laughs> <laughs> but you. he was Thank also elected Google. to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in two thousand and seven, which means something to me at least. What I thought was interesting is you've obviously you've clearly got the the father and the two sons who've absolutely fallen in in Clay Matthews' image. But then, like, the lineage doesn't stop there. You've got Bruce and Clay Jr. each had 
Sons Clay the Third. I love that. It's like Davis Love the Third. Who can you actually, with a straight face, call your son Clay the Third? Um, pretty well-known linebacker for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Kevin uh, he's Bruce's he's, son. Has he left the Packers? Yeah, he's, he's uh, with the Niners now. I yeah. think. Yeah, he was established there, wasn't he? Even yeah, no, he, he, he only that's left where he made his name. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Um, scratching at my knowledge there. Yeah, I'm just just digging away. Uh, I think Sam's just trying to prove that he knows something as well. Bruce had Kevin, who's a centre for the Titans, and, and uh, Casey as well, who's a linebacker for the Oregon Ducks. So you've got two sons from Bruce, one son from Clay Jr., Clay the Third, all football players as well. And Matthews was elected in his second Pro Bowl, this being Clay the Third. Three generations, six Matthews, all made at the top level. Greatest family in uh, in NFL, I make it. Very impressive. You missed one, though. Jake Matthews. Go on. He's the uh, offensive tackle for the Atlanta Falcons currently. Where does he fit in? He's uh, Clay the Third's cousin. Okay. So I went kind of down. Straight down. I, think he's, I, I think he might be Bruce's son or Bruce's grandson or something like that. But, you know, he's in, he's in the family as well, so I'll give you that one for free. You Three can... generations, seven Matthews, <laughs> all made at the top Just level. before you start giving him free little tip-ons, one point he gave you last week, just bear that in mind. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Look, I'm making no bones about it. Clearly, you know, I, this isn't off the top of my head. Um, <laughs> but when I when I did look into it, we know when we talked about having the initial lists, yeah. I had the Mannings there, like, straight away, 100%. But then it's actually when I was reading through, and yeah, okay, they don't have the four Super Bowls that the Mannings had, but... For me, there is something impressive to be said about all the members of the family reaching the, the top level. And I think as we kind of go through today, maybe we'll, maybe won't. That was what stood out for me as being quite rare. Yeah. Yeah. And like you say, Bruce was probably one of the best offensive linemen, certainly of his decade, if mm. not, you know, all time. He's a, he's a Hall of Famer, so that speaks for itself. It's pretty good. Sam? It's pretty good. Counter um, it. So you've sort of gone three generations... Strong across three. I've gone two generations, but very wide. There's a lot of them. Uh, let me tell is this you. It's like a who do you think you are family. This tree. is this is the story of <coughs> National Hockey League's the Sutters. I don't know if you, do you know of them, Callum. No. Okay, so six brothers. <laughs> there were seven brothers in total. The seventh one, who didn't play, supposed to be the best hockey player of the lot. He just decided he wanted to work at the family farm instead. I, was, I, was, I thought you were going to say he was like their agent or something. No, no. <laughs> no, he's just chilling. If he is, he's making a lot yeah, of money. Say, you guys do the work, I'll sit here and make the deal. Yeah. <laughs> so six brothers from the Suss family, Brent, Brian, Daryl, Dwayne, Rich and Ron. Six Stanley Cups between them. Five of them drafted in the first round at various points. Some career stats between them. Uh, they played over 5,000 games in total, just shy of 5,000 regular season games. Um, and then 603 playoff games, 1,320 regular season goals, 120 playoff goals, uh, 1,614 assists. This is all collective 153 stats, 153 right? playoff assists. Yeah, this is collective stats. Six Stanley Cups. Do you know what these numbers mean, though, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> Goal, goals and assists is what I've managed to wrap my head around, yeah. Um, as well as that, uh, Daryl, for example, has gone on to win the Stanley Cup twice as head coach of the LA Kings. Four of them, I think it's four, three of them since. No, four. Brian, Dwayne, Daryl, and Brent have all gone on to become coaches and general managers. Goes beyond this. Are Six... you Googling, Callum? Your, your face no, I'm, is in I'm, your phone. T- I'm, t- I'm You're writing down all the. Fine. There all the is notes. a second generation of the Sutters. So hold on, hold on. <laughs> 
There is another six. So we've got the seven brothers, six of them playing in the NHL. Yeah, so there's six of them that all played. Right. You know, over time. This is back in the sort of 70s and 80s. Okay. They've had kids. Six of those kids have also now gone in for NHL drafts. Five made it through the draft. One went undrafted. Sean, real letdown for the family. Um, three of them... The black sheep of these such Three of them have played in the NHL. All right. uh, one was drafted only two years ago, so he's sort of still making his way through the minors. The other one also didn't quite make it. It's just dropped off. I just thought 12... In, in two generations, to have 12 people who have all played professional hockey at some level, 10 of which for the NHL, and to have six Stanley Cups between them... I just thought, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That's keeping it in the family. It really is. So, of the second generation players, yeah. there was three who got drafted. Th- uh, no, five got drafted. Three have made their debut in the NHL. Right. Um, one, I think, is still in the sort of development, in the minors. Yeah. Uh, that was Riley. He was drafted last year by the Washington Capitals. And then one played in the minors, didn't make it, and one never made it through the draft. Okay. And that's Sean. I want to name drop him again because he really, really did let the family down. Okay. Okay. Well, so if you're listening, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> if you are listening, Sean, just, you know, have a think about what you Just you've live done. with that. Yeah. That is some impressive numbers from the, from the Sutter family, isn't it? I mean, yeah. you know, the, the, Matthews, the Matthews clan did, did pretty well to, to span three generations and seven players, but. And that, the only reason these guys haven't spanned three generations yet is they haven't had the chance. <laughs> but there's six of them there now. They're almost definitely... You're getting at least one or two. But, but if this trend continues, we'll have another six in the third generation. They, um, yeah, the Sutter family really put in the work, didn't mm, they? they... <laughs> there's some serious ice hockey pedigree. And it's why it's my silver. Oh, oh. love it. First, first one of the season. The oh. Sutter family story... Is insane. It is great, isn't it? You were being particularly quiet there. (laughs) Well, well more deserving than bronze, in my opinion. You know, we'll get to our goals, and I've got a feeling we might overlap. But the the I had to have them in there as silver. Incredible to have. I love I love the fact that there's seven, and the guy who's the best player of them all just stays on the family just stayed, farm stayed at home and there's yeah. this documentary that I saw a little snippet of of the of the of like I think it was Brent and Daryl or someone like that some of the, the six NHL players just being like he had everything he was better than all of us but he decided to stay on the family farm and, and work for a living um, Sam was right in the fact that kind of the second generation and the fact that although five were in the draft three made it they have all played WHL and downwards yeah. like their careers are still going and I think again the reason why I put them above um, the Matthews in this respect specifically was the numbers, again, you know, the original six brothers I think is incredible, but also the fact that this second generation, okay, only half of them made it to the highest level, but they're all playing hockey at some level. Mm. I think that's outstanding and and really keeping it in the family. And I I like as well, I can't remember which one, but the first one that was drafted was playing in the NHL while the last of the first generation yeah, yeah, was I still playing that. there was a couple of years overlap it was like 98 and then 2002 I think the last one from the first generation retired but also um, Sam is right I don't know what articles you've read but I, I saw that the third generation is on its way there's already talk that like you it's know they're, they're going to be on the skates you know and again you only have to look at the pedigree kind of going up back through the Sutter family of course you can get some ice hockey players out of there and I just think it's a great little story and very unlikely I think you you would have thought that across 
that wider span of the the brothers their sons one would come off and you know I'm going to do my own thing I'm going to be a lawyer <laughs> but no well, that but... was Gary worked at the fu- just imagine though going in and interviewing these Sutters and being like oh you're all brilliant who's the best there's six of them there and they all go oh it's Gary you've not yeah. met Gary actually he, he, um, he's, he's back at home yeah, yeah. <laughs> just um, rounding the cows up don't worry about him yeah for me like I said it, it was the, the breadth and the fact that they all made it um, that has the Sutter family in, in silver for me Right. Wow, well, that's, that's interesting, isn't it? Three answers, two families, Sam. Okay, look, I really... Have you got the Matthews clan in silver? Because that's going to be a real issue for me. No, I, I haven't. I really, really tried to not... I, I said to myself before this season, I was like, I'm really going to try and cut down my tennis answers. Well, let, let's be honest, it was always going to come up But today. I, don't, I don't think in a conversation about best sporting families you can overlook the Williams sisters. So they're your silver. They are my silver, is Serena and Rob's Venus looking Williams. very interested, and he, I think it's because they're his gold. Are they your gold? Yep. Oh, <laughs> someone's dear, getting dear lots of me. points. This and is going to be a... guessing none. <laughs> this is going to be a <laughs> slaughter. Episode one does not bode well for me. <laughs> this is going to be a slaughter one way or another. Come on, I mean, then. I mean, let's just... Uh, the Williams sisters. I mean, we can, we're both going to praise them, obviously. This They're is a really easy episode. I'm just let Sam do the talking, and yeah. I'll be like, yes, <laughs> correct. <laughs> so, Serena, 23 singles Grand Slams. Venus has seven. Uh, they've won 14 Grand Slam doubles titles together. They've also won a load of mixed with different people as well. Four, in f- four... in fact, can I just... Why, Rob, you do this, because this is your... This is your gold, and then we'll have Sam do his gold. Okay. To okay. counteract yeah. it, because we already know that this is Sam's silver. <laughs> yes, Sam's silver. I mean, yeah, is, that, is, that, is that Callum basically saying, I've heard him talk about tennis <laughs> so much? It, it's more, Rob made a good point that you're mentioning people that Rob's got, so and he's going, yes. Rob needs a chance okay. to talk. Okay. Yeah, so 23 Grand Slam titles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you're right. 14 um, double titles together. Um, they've e- they're each Olympic gold medalists. In singles and in doubles. Three times as yeah, doubles together. Yeah, they got Fed Cup titles to their name. They're both former world number ones. That's their achievements, which is obviously, as we've mentioned in, in podcasts gone by, unparalleled when it comes to the, the dominance of a sport. <clears throat> but for me, it, it's that period of dominance of them as a pair that may really stand out for me. So you've got between 2001 US Open and the 2017 Australian Open, they contested the finals of nine Grand Slams. You just th- you just think about that. Nine of the Grand Slams in that period were contested by just the Williams sisters. Again, they became the first two players, male or female, to contest four Grand Slams yep. in a row. That was between 2002 French, 2003 Australian. So again, you just think about four Grand Slams in a row, Williams versus Williams, Williams versus Williams, vice versa. And then between them, they've won 12 of the 17 Wimbledon titles between 2001 and 2016. That's the stat for me. 12 of the 17 in that period, I think, is incredible level of dominance. And like I said, for me, they might not be in gold, but they'd be on the list if it was just Serena and the other sister. And I know... <laughs> there is a third sister. Yes, there is. Mm. Was she the best? She she was, yeah, but she's <laughs> working back she's at the farm. The farm. Yeah. <laughs> Family farm. Um, but for me, it's the fact that there was that period. And, and for tennis fans now and... Not the case for, for you and I, Sam, of course, but we can very much remember the period where they were both at the top of their game. And that was an incredible era um, and something that you just do not see in sport very often. And um, as I've kind of mentioned across the, the, the bronze and the silver, I made an active effort to go for those sprawling families, the big numbers. Um, 
but I always was going to come back to the Williams sisters as number one because I think the the achievements for both of them, obviously you've got one of, if not the, as argued by Sam, greatest individual sports person in the 21st century as one of the sisters, but then what Venus has achieved as well and then what they've done together and then how they've competed opposite each other. So you've got kind of their singles careers, what they've done together and then how they've competed against each other. Those parameters for me are unparalleled in sport and that's why for me they go in there at gold and so telling as well when you just think about the families for a moment and you know maybe you'll know more about this than me Sam but the the approach of their father who basically decided when they were born when they were four years old they started playing and that they uh, were going to be the greatest tennis yeah. players that the country had ever seen and I don't know how questionable that approach is <laughs> parenting wise but hey, they clearly worked. saw it through the Williams sisters for me are the greatest sporting family in the world yeah I mean the reason they're on my list I'd say everything you've just said Rob the reason they go above the Sutters I know there's only two compared to 12 but they're competing in individual sports whereas the Sutters you know it's 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 more easy it's easier to be part of a five man team a 12 man 20 man roster whatever than it is to be the greatest in the world let alone to have the the number one and the number two for such a period of dominance I think there's also the the cultural impact of them like what they have done for black african-american uh, athletes and young people in america and, and around the and world women, and yeah. women just yeah. um is 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 unparalleled i mean when sloane stevens won the u.s open the other year she she accredited both of them as major influences to her growing up being shown this can be done yeah, and we've got that again haven't we with coco goff and wimbledon just gone by yeah, this summer and absolutely the, the, the the referencing of what they've done for her and her career and playing Venus in the first round and beating her, and you could just see the awe on Goff's face. Um, but I suppose now we need to find out what family for you trumps the Williams sisters. We both wax lyrical about them. Um, I clearly have put them top of the pile. So what's it going to be? Have, have they, they been mentioned? They they have been mentioned already. It's the Mannings. This is a fascinating. This is a fascinating episode for me because. It's come full circle in a way because you slated them at the very start not of slated. the season. God, no, 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 slated no, 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 no sorry. Strong. Not slated, but you said in your bronze, you said they are not the best NFL family. And I've gone, they're the best family, period, in sport. And the reason for me... Is because I'm the judge. Is No, it's not because you're <laughs> the judge. This is where the parameters of having a generational thing. So for me, Peyton Manning is... I, I wouldn't say within his sport he's quite at the level of Serena Williams but he is right up there in terms of he's in that conversation of one of the best of all time Eli Manning in a team sport in a team sport in a very individual position in a specific in a team role sport. I, I yeah. give you that if that and that I think is what separate because I had the same debate with the Matthews yeah, they were yeah, my yeah. second family but again they were in that team they're in the the line the offensive line the defensive line linebackers where there is one two three four there's, you know there's up to sort of four or five individuals in that line working as a team the quarterback is such an individual position within a team sport. And the only reason I put them... It was such a toss-up for me between the Williams sisters and the Mannings. Because I thought, in terms of Eli and Peyton and Venus and Serena, I thought they were very comparable. So the re- the only reason that pushed them above for me was simply the fact that there was another generation. And there was Archie Manning as well. who had He never won a Super Bowl, but he had 16 seasons... Uh, played with the Saints, played with the Oilers, played with the Vikings. And then, you know, Peyton and Eli come along and I and say so we can reel off. E- e- Eli first, 
the worst of the two, still managed to take down Tom Brady uh, and Bill Belichick in two Super Bowl finals. Um, two-time Super Bowl MVP, four-time Pro Bowler, Walter Payton Man of the Year. And then Peyton Manning, who, like I said, is mm. is in the conversation. And I think a lot of people would say he's, he's one of the best, if not the best quarterback of all time. Um, and it, it's similar stats to... Um, the Matthews brother, which I can't remember that you listed, Bruce. In, Bruce, in that it is 14 Pro Bowls, seven-time first-team All-Pro, five-time NFL MVP, uh, two Super Bowls, um, two-times Offensive Player of the Year, one-time Comeback Player of the Year. He came back and did it for the Broncos after everyone sort of wrote him off. He came back and guided them to a Super Bowl. And I, I just think he he is considered one of the best in the sport, so is Serena. Venus is in that sort of next tier down, I think like so. Eli. Is, so is Eli, and so for me, the uh, the only thing that pushed it over the edge was having that second generation, or having the first generation and then being the second generation, which the Williams sisters don't have. But who knows? Olympia could be winning slams in uh, fifteen, twenty years' time. Yeah, I think I get where you're coming from in terms of the um, you've got that elite status in a very specific role. Um, the the individual sports was the big one for me. Yeah. I, I think as much as um, the quarterback is is a hugely pivotal position in in NFL in American football, tennis is an individual sport, and that's kind of the as I kind of mentioned as I was going through it, it's what they've achieved as singles competitors together and opposite each other. I think that kind of cross referencing is something you won't see in any other sport. That's kind of why I push that up there. But as you say, Sam, they have got the the multi generational aspect of it. Archie Manning was, yeah, like sixteen strong seasons in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, he, a, he had a long career. It, it's it's not at the same level as either of his no, sons, no. but it's you know it's it's up there. It's a good solid quarterback career. I suppose. I mean, Callum, you tell me whether am I going to need to do the the Matthews versus the Mannings debate? Is it going to be a you're putting one American football pick in here, or as you start to leave, you were looking quite pensive for the last five minutes. Um, because as I said, I kind of, I see the multi-generational, but also the sprawling family of the Matthews. You know, I've already kind of full on admitted that although all the stats and all the achievements, they might not mean much to me, but I know they would mean more to you. But as we kind of went down there, I saw it as a greater family and rather... Because as much as you've got Archie, I see the Mannings as Manning brothers. I don't think you necessarily hear much about the Manning family. Well, I think I think certainly not here you don't. I think, no. I think in the States probably, you know, if, if you've got... If you were born in the 80s in the States, you probably heard about the Mannings or you, you knew about Archie Manning and then you it's, know so, so it, it's the same with you have you have the Mannings or the Manning brothers but you just have the Williams sisters there's not the Williams yeah, yeah. the Williams but uh, put it this way and I appreciate it's not directly comparable but as I was as we talked about sifting in and out of my picks I had the Klitschko's I, I was so, the same they were another one right and, and the Mannings and the Klitschko's were really kind of competing and, and I granted I gave the Mannings kind of initially that edge because of the generational aspect of it. But also Klitschko is very comparable to the Williams sisters in terms of dominance. Out of, I, out of interest, who did you sort of bump out of yeah, the, so, the podium? So you had the, the Klitschko brothers. Did you did you have anyone else? That I, I, I had the Klitschkos go the because I felt like they were devoid of world-class competition in the era they were in. Like, don't get me wrong, obviously incredible achievements, but your Fraser's, your Arlies, your Foreman's had gone. You 
Tyson's, your Lewis, your Holy, they're in that kind of dearth of, of talent. So I knew that if I picked that, it had a major flaw. And that, for me, kind of saw it come out the other side. And as I said, the Mannings were in there for so, and so long. And I had the Matthews in there as well. Yeah. It was, for me, I th- what it's interesting, we've, we've landed on very similar families. We've just taken slightly different, it's that one little difference that we've made has, as I say, it's made this kind of whole episode come was, full circle. Obviously, you know, I, I, I considered the, the Murrays. Yeah, well, naturally. Andy, Jamie, and of course, Mother, what about, Mother what about Judy. the Nevilles? The Nevilles, I considered. Phil, Gary and Tracy. I mean, look, if, we'd ha- if we had two World Cups right now, if we had the Netball World Cup and the Women's World Cup, the Nevilles might have just snuck in there for me. Yeah, well... Uh, did you but, consider you, the Bryan brothers? So for me, I was... Uh, I did consider the Bryan brothers, but I think with... I, for me, those three were what I came to with tennis. Obviously, William. Judy Murray being part of the 2002 Scotland Silver World Racket on But team. I know what you're about to say. William. Oh, my God. The, Give it a rest. Got it in there. <laughs> got it in there. Go on, I know Judy. what you're about to say. William's sisters will supersede them all naturally. Yeah, and beca- and, it, and it's it's what they've achieved on court and off court yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, for me, just as one last little word, when Callum put his kind of parameters out at the end of the last episode and he put that little presence on... A balancing act of the size of the family as well. Um, when I was there and I had the Mannings and the Matthews, that was what pushed me over the line. But you've got a decision to make here, and 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 you were right initially with what you said. I think someone might end up getting a lot, and someone might end up not getting many points. Yeah. Here. So it's. Uh, I mean, you've both got the both got the Sutter family in there, and you've both got the Williams sisters. Um, interestingly, the the comparison between the Williams sisters and the Manning family is, you know, obviously the the father was great for both of them and they also the Mannings also have a third brother. So uh, They do uh, have his Cooper. Name. That's it. He but he I mean he played in college, am I right? Or he Stopped played in at high, high school. school but had to stop because of a spinal injury. Yeah, he I think he actually because they all went to the same high school obviously. I think he broke some of Peyton and Eli's records in high school. In yeah. Um at that so level. And now he was back at the farm. He was clearly quite good. Um the real agricultural field to me, <laughs> the one that didn't make it or chose not to. Are you gonna just out of interest, and this is not um me airing on either side, but are you gonna follow that line of we've both chosen a family so they have to make it in somewhere? The kind of the Aguero line of thought? Is that what you're gonna go with? Because obviously there was an overlap, obviously, as we said, mm. Sutter's and and the Williams sisters. Well, one of the Sutters and the Williams sisters are going to make it in because they're up against each other. Um, in theory, uh... so your your sort of decision here then is: Do you think the Mannings are deserving of gold? Yeah. Or do you think that the Williams are deserving of gold, and so forth? The Matthews are in bronze, or the Matthews are a better NFL sporting family than? Yeah, I suppose you're right. Mannings? You've got two decisions. One of Mannings versus Matthews, yeah, and one of Mannings, Mannings versus Williams. Williams. Yeah, got, got yourself in a bit of a pickle here, haven't you? I have. This is a really <laughs> difficult decision because, as far as I can see it, it's going to be six 0 to someone. Yeah, I think it will be. I think we probably both know that as well, mm. Mark, um, don't we? Going but, in, I did. I didn't think that would be the case. No, I didn't at all. We sort of said before recording this that we might in an intriguing way. Yeah. Really has, and I've got a really tough decision to make, but. I think my gold. I'm really nervous. I'm really looking forward to this. Do you know what? I, I've, I've enjoyed this episode, and I think we've both. I, I'm kind of okay with whichever way yeah, it goes. Yeah, me too. But I, there's a massive opportunity here still. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think I'm gonna go with the Williams sisters for my gold. Okay. And the reason for that is that Serena is undoubtedly one of the greatest 
female tennis players of all time, one of the greatest tennis players yeah. of all time. And Venus was on her level for a good 10 years. Like I said, there was that mm. period of overlap. Ima- imagine imagine being a, a like a top level, imagine being the fifth seed. I can't say. And what, walking into Wimbledon and going, well, if I make it to the semi finals, that means I'm a winner. Yeah. Like, and one thing we, I've we, got to we beat haven't both even, of them. We to haven't get. even mentioned, yes. they were both playing Grand Slams in the 90s. They're still competing at Grand Slams yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. 20 years later. Yeah, um, I mean, obviously they're playing in a, a less physically. Don't want to say demanding sport than American football, but you you know they're not taking hits. They, uh, yeah, yeah, all right. They're not. They're the not. Ma- they're the not it's Brothers, a non-contact sport. I, I think to say it's, it's an elongated it's still, wear and tear. Yeah, it's though. an elongated wear and tear. Yeah, it's a great way. Well, of the, it. the Manning brothers were stood there for well, Eli for a lot of his career behind not very good offensive <laughs> lines, getting absolutely hammered by three hundred pound men, which will continue and, this season. Uh, I don't think it will. Daniel Jones will get the start. Um, yeah, you know, they they were taking really physical hits, but I think I put the Williams sisters above them just for, you know, Serena is number one, potentially all time. Peyton is a great quarterback. He will be a Hall of Famer, and Eli probably will be as well, but where Serena is... Kind of one of the one of the levels. one of the most ruthless tennis players as well. She like if she gets to a final, you don't ever think she's going to lose it. Apart from Whereas, every Grand Slam over the last couple of years. Okay, at the end of her career. <laughs> Whereas Peyton Manning's playoff numbers are for for as good as he was in the regular season. Not not all that. You know, Tom Brady had his number. He was beaten a number of times in the playoffs by arguably weaker teams so I'm, I'm giving the Williams family gold which means therefore that the Sutter family take silver and the Matthews clan in bronze because Sam had them in bronze himself so I think, I think that's my first nil poire through uh, through two series now. that is could have gone either way I mean now. it really could have gone either way but it was literally it all it was at the end of the day was I know I know they had two generations and they've won four Super Bowls and you know however many MVPs but at the end of the day the best member of the Williams family is better than the best member of the interesting way of doing family. It. I'm I'm look, I'm obviously di- I'm obviously disappointed to have not picked up any points but I I've I've lived long enough now to see Callum pick a tennis answer for gold above an NFL answer so I'm the only winner here today. <laughs> I love that episode. I did as well. It, that just was the way really... the way it, the way it fell and the way everything landed made it really really interesting. I think that's one of the toughest decisions yeah. the host has had to make across two seasons. I don't you I mean you look like you were struggling. I really was and I did the same thing that I do every time which is just let you two mm. deke it out and try and convince me of I mean ob- obviously when I set this topic the Williams sisters and the Manning family were probably the top two that I thought of. Um, so to have them in the gold positions is great. But, you know, I'd never heard of the Sutter family before I came into this. Um, I, obviously, I had a somewhat base knowledge of the Clay Math- uh, of the Matthews family. But, you know, the fact that there's 12 Sutters... They are the family. Remarkable. That's great, isn't it? It's what you it always saw on the, on the articles. Um, and also, Callum, you, you've done that with the full knowledge that you've given myself and Sam a whopper of a head start in uh, in Series 2. Mm. Uh, so where does that leave us? Five 
for you, five six for Sam, for me, yeah. six yeah. for Rob, and one for me. There's a, with real, there's, the, a, there's a real sense of deja vu floating around right now. With the listeners' bonus points still to come, <laughs> Just of course. Just keep plugging the listeners' bonus <laughs> points, Callum. So, potentially, seven to Rob, five to Sam, and one to me. Well, we'll see how they fall. Um, but, um, yeah, jump on the Twitter and, and let us know what you think, because um, hope you enjoyed that episode. It's a good one. So, I've hosted, Rob's hosted. Next week is Sam's turn, first time this series. Sam, what have you got for it us? It is. I, I had a little think in the off-season, and I didn't come up with much. So, this is what I've got for you. of uh, Best left-handers in sport left handers left handers only hands only hands yeah that's what my left handers no but I know where Callum's coming from because there's a little Argentinian fellow who's quite good who is left handed but he doesn't necessarily use his hands very much in sport it would be a sport where really you'd have to use your left hand and if someone comes and says well Messi takes throw-ins I'm probably not going to give you points (laughs) noted Noted. best lefties best best lefties yeah best lefties okay it's a very you topic, I like It's a very it. me topic. There are so many sports you can go to. That's for next week, which is greatest left-handers. Sorry, I'm still just thinking about it and wondering and we'll who be, I'm going to have. And we'll be picking, at the end of the episode, we'll be picking out the listener topics for episode four, five, Oh, of course, six, we will, oh, yes. Oh, we will, yes. Um, so, Highly anticipated. Yeah, I remember will... in the pre-season pod that Callum set his stall out saying, I don't want to do these, so they will almost certainly come up. <laughs> Almost certainly, but we'll we'll see uh, what the listeners have in store for us. Uh, but that's going to do it for this episode of Three Sports Rankers. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And we will see you again. Well, we'll talk to you again next week.